0: Hey, it's Tuesday, August 16th, 2022. Today we have important legalization updates for North Dakota and Missouri. We also have news on Cureleaf expanding their efforts for world cannabis domination. And Cureleaf's also in trouble for mislabeling products. You won't want to miss it, so get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. You need to know what's happening We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M-News Now. North Dakota's Secretary of State announced this week that enough signatures have been verified to put adult use legalization on the November ballot. The initiative was sponsored by New Approach North Dakota, which would legalize marijuana for adults 21 and older. This would be the second time that North Dakota residents have had the opportunity to vote on legalizing adult use. The first time was in 2018, and at that time, the measure was rejected by voters at about 59 percent against and only 41 percent in favor. This new measure is far more restricted than the last proposal. Primary sponsor and campaign chairman David Owen said, The biggest difference between now and Measure 3 of 2018 is this is restricted regulated, controlled legal marijuana. Under their proposal, the Department of Health and Human Services could license up to seven cultivation facilities and 18 dispensaries. This November, voters in Missouri will also have the opportunity to vote on adult-use cannabis legalization in their state. The group behind the amendment, called Legal Missouri, said they project that the state will receive more than $40 million in tax revenue if they legalize. But while all cannabis advocates look forward to the ultimate goal of legalization, some critics say that this particular proposal is not the way to do it. The critics are concerned that the new measures, based on the existing medical legislation, which some say has caused inequities in the market and encouraged monopolies. Under the new measure, the current medical license holders will be the first in line for new adult use licenses. Christina Thompson, who's the co founder of Show Me Can of Freedom, said the licensing structure leaves no room for micro businesses to expand. She said, Micro businesses are basically going to be segregated into their own little sphere of existence where their supply and demand is microscopic. She also added that because of this, they're never going to become competitive. They're not allowed to sell any strains that they come up with on the large commercial market. Mark Powell, who's the co founder of Show Me Can of Freedom, said that he was alarmed that Legal Missouri allows a judge to prevent an expungement with good cause for denial. Powell said, We're for expungement, but Legal Missouri doesn't explain what cause means in their initiative. If the judge doesn't like you, the way you're presenting yourself, whatever reason, the judge can deny you. Ryan Charisse, who's the general manager of the Hub Smoke Shop, said that to him the new measure was just more money and more resources going to the ones who are already winning. He acknowledged that people are excited for legalization and they want to vote yes, but he's telling his customers to be wary of voting yes, and he will stress being patient to get the right foundation built for it. Christina Thompson added, People deserve to have the ability to enter this market. People deserve to have an equal shot at it. If you fail, you fail, but you still deserve to have an equal shot. Cureleaf is continuing its efforts to secure a spot as the largest cannabis company in the world. They already have operations in 22 U.S. states, as well as 5 European countries, including United Kingdom, Germany, Italy, Spain, and Portugal. And now, the company has just announced that its European holding company has invested $20 million in another German medical cannabis producer and distributor, called 420 Pharma GmbH. The deal will give Cureleaf the majority, or 55%, of the company's control. The deal also allows Cureleaf to acquire complete control within two years of Germany legalizing adult-use cannabis sales. That move's expected to happen soon. After Germany's latest elections last fall, the new ruling coalition announced their plans to legalize adult-use cannabis as soon as possible, and they're working on a regulatory framework now. The president of Cureleaf International, Miles Warren, said 420 Pharma is already an established, trusted, and loved medical cannabis brand in Germany. He added, 420 Pharma is uniquely positioned to capitalize on Germany's conversion from a medical to an adult-use market. Cureleaf CEO Boris Jordan said, by partnering with 420 Pharma, Curaleaf's European business will immediately gain additional critical mass and be in a superior position to capitalize on the accelerating trends in the European cannabis market. Jordan also said that this deal underscores our aspiration to be the major player in the European market and the leading global cannabis company. Curaleaf's deal to acquire a majority stake in 420 Pharma, which is subject to regulatory approval and other conditions, is expected to close within the next two months. In other CureLeaf news, the brand's been forced to pull tens of thousands of products off the shelves of New York's medical cannabis dispensaries for mislabeled products. A consumer watchdog group noticed that the THC percentage on the label did not match the THC percentage on their certificate. Specifically, the THC levels listed were far higher than they should have been. New York's Office of Cannabis Management got involved, and it was discovered that the discrepancy stemmed from Cureleaf switching their labeled THC percentages to show the dry weight of THC measurements, as opposed to the state standard of wet weight of THC. Dry weight shows significantly higher percentages than wet weight. For example, a product with 20% THC wet weight measurement would be as high as 37% in dry weight testing. Jeff Brown, who's a pharmacist at MedMen in Buffalo and the co-founder of Cannabuff Magazine, said, The higher the potency of the flower, the more sales of that item that we see. Timothy Mitchell, who's a medical marijuana patient and an advocate, told NY Cannabis Insider, Some dispensaries were even selling the jars at a price markup because they believed the batches to be extremely potent or extra strength. Mitchell added that this mislabeling was a detriment to medical patients who need accurate information for treatment. He said, medical use is about symptom relief, and many of us have a clear idea of what's required to get the needed result. It's important to have accurate information. He also spoke about how this type of mislabeling cast a shadow over the industry. He said, to now have to question whether or not our dispensaries are knowingly misleading us would feel like yet another setback. Stephanie Kuna is a CureLeaf spokesperson. She told NY Cannabis Insider that the company made that switch to provide a more accurate and consistent metric of THC content to consumers. She said that dry weight is considered the most accurate metric for THC content of any type of cannabis sample, and that neighboring states such as Connecticut, New Jersey, and Maryland all require testing based on dry weight. However, they did add, Cureleaf holds our products to high standards, and we're deeply sorry to our patient community for any confusion that this change methodology has caused. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on mnewsnow.com. Later.